0: Welcome back everyone to the Juice of Thought Podcast. I'm your host, Hammar And today we're gonna be talking about something I personally find very, uh, let's say interesting, because I think if I say controversial, a lot of people will get triggered by that.
1: Intense comments in the <laughs> comment section. <laughs>
0: That's probably gonna happen. So the internet, you're listening to this on the internet, probably. Um, Life is basically running from the internet nowadays and especially with quarantine, online shopping has become increasingly popular. I personally am someone who does online shopping nearly on a daily basis. The internet and online shopping, more specifically, the idea of instant demand and supply is from the surface a great thing. I ask for something, I buy it online, a few hours later, maybe next day, it's like, it's there, I have it, congratulations, I didn't, you didn't even have to leave your home. And as someone who has spent my entire year of university uh, studying online, quite a lot of my university shopping was done online because I couldn't leave home. That obviously isn't all sunshine and rainbows though. And so uh, we have Hashem here, who is a well-renowned tech hater. Um, And go ahead, have your say in it.
1: Not just tech hater, but also uh, ruins everything that's nice according to people. (laughs) Uh, COVID has obviously dramatically changed the way we do business on the internet, changed the way we buy stuff. And it will continue changing stuff even if we go back to normal or whatever normal is gonna be after COVID. The gist of what happened during COVID could be understood with the world wide shortages of like millions of products, beginning with simple baby milk and going upwards to things such as RAMs and computer chips and books which was very surprising for me to know, Uh, and pencils and pens. There has basically been a shortage of everything you could think of on the internet during COVID. And that is largely due to the fact that people could buy endless amount of stuff instantly. And this is what caused a lot of e-commerce companies to put limits on the products they sell. This is not even getting into the psychological aspect of how it harms humans to intensely buy stuff, which I'm sure we'll get into later on, but I don't want to open a monologue from the beginning. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, economically speaking, uh, online shopping is both good and bad. It's good when you use it for convenience or when you want to buy something, but you're stuck at your nine to five job because you did not want to go to university. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same time, it's not good if you're buying a stock, a whole load of stock of an important product in your country, just to make the country go out of stock to launch your own online business. This is something that happened, Google, and you find it.
0: I'll save you the Google search and talk about it because it's something that is, to say the least, pissing me off. Um,
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Pissing you off is a very eloquent way of putting it.
0: It's definitely one way of putting it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so uh, the elephant in the room is obviously the worldwide chip shortage and the worldwide especially graphics card shortage because basically what happened was we got right before covid we got a massive release of of a new generation of graphics card. And it was a generation like no other, honestly. We got like massive performance boosts and everything. I was one of these people that were holding out to buy new graphics cards. And those of you in the tech community will know what that's like, especially if I tell them that I was hoping to get a 3070. A lot of people sold their graphics cards on secondhand market in anticipation already. And then the new graphics cards came out. The problem was, however, COVID hit. And so, number one, the production lines were hit. Um, Number two, the rise of cryptocurrency happened for some reason. Cryptocurrency gained a massive interest back again at around about the same time. And then you have the third, and I guess the biggest effect is scalpers. And those are people that just hop on online with bots or coded applications that basically whenever a certain product is online, they just buy the entire stock and sell it for like double, sometimes even triple the price. Now, what you get is that you have a massive amount of people competing for a certain stock that is not only very limited by nature, because usually this this stuff goes out of stock without um, any other factors affecting it. But we also have the production lines being hit and all that. It made things way worse. And most of that would have been avoided if the issue, certain issues with online shopping was addressed. I mean, you look at, as I mentioned, scalpers, these, these things could have been basically been impossible to implement if you just had a queue that lines up in front of a store to get their stuff because let me ask you a question, genuinely a question. If you walk into the store and point at the product and be like, hey, I'm going to buy all your stock. Are, you, are they going to let you?
1: I'd <laughs> be surprised if you even leave the shop without being talked to by the cops. Genuinely surprised. <laughs> that,
0: that, that's, probably, that's probably a case of money laundering.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, so, and so
0: just having things online opens up a whole new world of possibilities that we never really thought about until the problems happened. Not saying that it's all negative. Not saying that it's just a world of problems and we should shut it down. No. In fact, online shopping is the one thing that I can't let go of myself. But there are problems that need to be addressed and they need to be addressed fast.
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh, Again, as I said earlier, I am not against online commerce and all of that and just against the um, anarchist way of using online shops online economies online products streaming that's a huge other case that's gonna blow up in our faces at some point there is a lot to discuss in this this it's not only in the chips industry or in the computer industry uh, there are things such as, for example, masks in the beginning of COVID, these were basically gone because people went online and like bought whole stocks, stacks of it. That uh, You have pencils and pens. I would be surprised why anybody needs pencils and pens during COVID, but apparently somebody does. People. <laughs> Medicine. <laughs> and a huge, <laughs> yeah, and, and like there is a lot of other stuff that happened and Again, we're not saying that online, the online economy as a whole is a bad thing. What we're saying is that when you have intense use without regulation of a certain market, it's at some point going to get exploited. And in our case, it's been exploited, dead, revived, dead again. And then people thought of putting regulations to it.
0: To, To be fair, though, we never really had any of these issues before COVID hit. Um, or at least not at that scale, because generally speaking, not not that many people did online shopping.
1: Yeah, no, people did online shopping, but like if you were to tell me before COVID, talk about it, let's do an episode about instant buy or like buying online instantly or streaming online instantly. It's probably going to be focused on like the psychological effects, which we're going to get into right in a bit, but like. It's going to probably be like an episode about how it harms your brain, how it makes you lose concentration and lose time and all of that. Right now, we have a whole different issue.
0: You mentioned Netflix, you mentioned live streaming and all that. And I guess it's honestly something. When I think about it, it's a very weird concept because we've had before that we've had live TV and that was like that was the norm a few years back. Um. We saw, we had this image of people that watch TV all day long as a very negative connotation. You've had that, especially if you look in the movies, it would be like an obese person with like, uh, in most cases shirtless with like snacks all around. They're in a messy place and they're just laying there on the couch and it looks like they they haven't got off in a week, you know? But to be fair, it was trying to portray an unhealthy lifestyle and they succeeded at that. Now, the problem is with, say, Netflix, the biggest the biggest name in the industry, is that binge-watching or basically doing the same thing, except that it's on demand, is now seen as a normal thing. Where, oh, I binged three seasons today.
1: Not only normal, but actually encouraged. There's a lot of Netflix advertisement that will literally lead people to, like, it, it will make binge watching um, something like a reward for a hard day's work. Surprise the next day you won't have a job because you missed your shift.
0: I mean, not not gonna lie, I'm I'm the biggest, uh, I'm the biggest culprit of that. And whether that makes me a hypocrite or not, I don't think I'm. I plan on stopping that anytime soon. <laughs> but the the issue isn't that. The issue is how. Um, the general image has changed from that being a completely unhealthy lifestyle to be like, oh, that's basically every other day for me now. And that general shift is basically something that we see with online everything, honestly. Um, That instant supply of like oh i want that i'm getting it right now you no longer have to wait like every week for a new episode to air and if you missed it well too bad you gotta wait for the re-airing whether that be the same day or like a couple of other days a couple of days later um that instant demand and supply kind of ruined a lot of things but also helped with a lot of things for many people, it's like, oh, because now I could watch my TV show in a time that fits my schedule. But for many others, it's like, oh, now I have access to my TV show. I could re-watch it 700 times and basically do nothing all day.
1: I mean, I, I remember Netflix was a huge issue in our high school and not only in our high school, I could remember most other high schools. This is speaking 2019, literally just before COVID happened. I remember a lot of my friends would brag on like, Instagram story or even private, closed Instagram stories about them being on uh, Netflix while in class and they hide their airports uh, airports or whatnot. And that used to piss me off. Not because... I'm not a teacher, obviously, but that pisses me off because you're not supposed to do that. There was literally two reactions to that. It's either... Why am I doing this? And uh, why am I? Why are they doing this and I'm not? Which would literally lead to half the class being on Netflix. Uh, although ironically, our school banned tele- telephones. <laughs> but that's a different situation. Yeah,
0: that, that, that's a whole other story.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the other case was people snitching on their friends and then phones will be confiscated and there goes another trouble. But other than that, most teachers I talked to after we actually graduated, well, they complained about one thing, lack of concentration. We all know class is boring. We all know the educational system is not good, blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a cliche topic by this point. But what really harms is that even when people are trying to put the effort, you just can literally not concentrate. Even if you're not watching Netflix, a lot of the times you could go to uh, you could go, just go Google uh, online education and Google why a lot of people actually like online education. It's because they think it's engaging, it's better, it's what, not what it's whatnot uh, and all of that basically just because it's online, there's graphics in it there, uh, it's, it's like a YouTube video and that will make you that should make you look into it from another perspective. Most of the people that identify this way with online education probably has th- have this view because they grew up watching YouTube. They grew up watching content in a certain way. That's a huge issue now that I'm even in university. Half of my university is split between students who wa- are asking the university to kind of continue online education in some sort, and the other half that's literally crying out for online education to be stopped, you could guess which one I am on.
0: To be fair, this whole online education question, I feel like it's more of a shortcoming of modern education than it is a shortcoming or like a a side effect of everything being online. And the same applies to the thing you mentioned with high school. It's also, I feel like that's a shortcoming of the teacher or a shortcoming on the person that's trying to explain the thing because it's your job to keep the students entertained. Now, obviously, you can't keep everyone entertained forever. That's just not going to happen because everyone has their own things and whatnot.
1: You have people like Ammar and I in class. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I mean, some people have basically given up on their education or basically given up on that class, which is not something you can easily fix. It's definitely fixable. It's just not something you can easily fix. But like for the most part. Um, I would blame the teacher or the education system rather than blaming the online um, stimu- stimulations or like whatever it is.
1: I think that's a different conversation for now, though. I just wanted to pitch it. I just wanted to pitch it in because there is an, uh, there are arguments that say that instant, the instant demand of content and like you could go to my one of my favorite YouTube channels, actually. It's Answer in Progress. We're not sponsored, by the way. But if you go to that, they have a whole episode about why...
0: If you want to sponsor us, feel free to reach out.
1: (laughs) But basically, if you go to their YouTube channel, they have a whole episode about why when she left university, she did not feel like school or university gave her enough. Uh, I think she was talking about high school, but it didn't give her enough space to learn and whatnot. And there is a whole different argument to that but i just wanted to i disagree with the video although i like their content very much i do disagree with the video but anyways i just wanted to highlight it because some of this consumer instant consumer behavior has affected our has affected our lives and even our education which i almost thought was impossible because you cannot instantly gain knowledge i don't think that there is any way to like sit in your room and then like just look at the screen and absorb all the information that there is. If there is, please tell me how. But uh, a part of that has grown to such a case where people can only consume, if, even if it's not instant, they can only consume in the same culture they use on the instant internet.
0: Yeah, it definitely has a lot of side effects. I mean, the whole idea of instant demand and supply may seem very appealing at first and in fact the problem is that it's too appealing it's it's way too good um, it, it's kind of these things where it's like it's too good it, now you've made it too good can't have that anymore <laughs> where uh, the idea that um, I can now instantly click on a TV show when I have access to the whole thing I could um, instantly click on buy and it's at my doorstep i could instantly look up for something online and the information is there that that has different side effects based on what that thing is so say google search now we use our brain less fact
1: of the matter is and if, if you're interested in that because i don't think we're gonna dive into this aspect very much but i just wanted to mention this if you're interested In such topics, there is a book I would highly recommend. It's called Mental Penguins. It's one of the best books you'll ever get your hands on if you actually are interested in how the internet culture has affected us.
0: That sounds like something I'd definitely read. Anyways, my point is, the whole thing of instant gratification, it's about the dopamine. So it's like, click, you get that dopamine, click, you get that dopamine, and It's turned things like uh, people that shop to relieve stress, people that panic shop or whatever stress shop. I don't know what it's called, but it has turned that instead of it being a physical thing where you have more time to think about your actions and resist it. Now it's an online thing that you subconsciously do. No, it's not even that. It's like, hey, Alexa, can you buy me this? And it's done. You got it. You know, you don't even need to verify. You don't need to put your credit card information or anything, it's just there. It's going to be at your doorstep in like 30 minutes to an hour maximum next day, you know. And that whole mentality, ideology, um, leads to a very, let's say, impatient culture. And although that may not be a bad thing when you think about it first, because like, oh, it's a fast-paced society, things progress fast, that's a good thing. But no, because now you no longer have the time to experience things, you no longer have the time to think about things. You're just getting, 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 buying, 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 and things are, you lost the meaning of everything at this point. It's like it's like having, well, having one egg is useful. What am I gonna do with a thousand eggs, you know? (laughs) <laughs> that may not be, have been that may not have been the best metaphor but you get the point <laughs> um and the same thing applies onto everything if i can have it instantly then what's the point of having it
1: yes indeed and I, I just wanted to to just tackle again netflix and all of this um i don't exactly remember the card name but there was this card in the US that Kind of broke the whole cinema industry. I think it was called uh, My Cinema or something. It was basically it, this is a card where you had a monthly subscription and you had an endless amount of, you could go to an endless amount of theaters and watch movies in it. Uh, at some point, uh, this whole card started to fail. And at some point, they even declared bankruptcy and they had to change their whole business model because at some point, the demand, the instant demand and the cheap form, the subscription form of this whole thing got so huge that it broke the the cinema industry. And I was talking with a friend of mine who majors in um, economics and he was basically talking to me about it's a similar wave that's happening with Hulu with Netflix and the 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 big companies are harming these play, the these uh, movies these industries the actors themselves more than they're gaining because uh some of these movies have like I there are, he talk, I I don't exactly remember the names of them but he was a very avid he was a big fan of this industry basically and he was talking to me about how some uh, producing uh, producer studios have shut down because of Netflix because they simply relied on the income that comes in from DVD and like CDs and TV and broadcast and advertisement and all of that. And then when their movies started being put on Netflix, the money the financial being as financially fluid was no longer an option uh, because of the way that Netflix operate and they ran out of business at the end. Uh, this is, again, a huge problem, economically speaking. I, Netflix has the problem that you talked about, which is when I instantly want to watch something in the middle of my work or whenever I come back, that's a huge problem. But there's also the economical problem on the side of the people that are producing these movies.
0: I actually think that this is not a negative effect. Um, it's I, th- I see that as a simple business problem. Um Businesses will will not operate for the same way until the end of time. And a new technology coming in means that you need to adapt to that. Um, Just like COVID has forced many people to adapt, especially you look at things like restaurants. Um, COVID has been suicidal in terms of restaurants, but some restaurants managed to survive and it's because of changing their business plan or changing their views on things. So I really think that it's just more of a, you should have changed how things go. And it's not an easy thing. It's not like, oh, so now we need to do that. No, it's something that needs to be like set down. You need to sit down and study and think about it and consider all your options. Um, in fact, I think that the, the whole subscription model, although in terms of Netflix, Hulu and all of that, it could be very messy. But if you look at things like software, things where you... You buy a piece of software and that's it, you know. For the consumer, it's a, well, I bought it, it's mine now. And yes, that's a very fair point. But you don't get any updates and um, that company may eventually shut down or whatever because they simply couldn't get more users abroad. And you have to buy the new version anyways. But if you look at the subscription model for the new applications that are coming up, I personally find it to be much more cost effective in some cases, of course, and that's only relative. Um, but it also means you get there's a new update, you get it, congratulations, you have it because you're already a paying subscriber. And it's more of a balance between these two things. Not every not everything needs instant demand and supply, but some things do. And that's where the line should be made. I think we've come to a pretty good conclusion here. Um, Things are always left open-ended in some cases.
1: Yeah, the internet of COVID is like the messiest thing on earth. And talking about something while you're in the middle of it and struggling in it is not something proven to be good. But we just wanted to talk about it because we cannot handle it anymore. Especially the chip shortage. Half of the reason we had the episode is because of the chip shortage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's always better to look at things in retrospect. Anyways... We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. This has been the Juice of Thought podcast. And don't forget to tune in next week.